This is the Pickup Line Podcast, our chance to take you behind the scenes with the people we love. Hi, everyone. We're happy to introduce you today to another friend of the Pickup Line. Amy Carney is the author of Parent on Purpose, A Courageous Approach to Raising Children in a Complicated World. And among her list of her many credentials, Amy, you also happen to be the mother of triplets. <laughs> and it, from what I've been reading and what we know about you, that is just the beginning of your family, triplets, which I think sounds, I have four children, triplets sounds somewhat overwhelming <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> courageous, right? That's yes, the, yeah, right, that's right, the right. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, yes. My firstborn, um, our 17-year-old triplet sons, and um, 18 wow. months after they were born, we, I gave birth to our daughter. So my husband and I went from zero to four kids in a year and a half. Um, so, <laughs> Which yeah. I think everyone just needs to stop and ingest that for a moment. And then yeah. that's not it. Right, right. And um, two years ago, we added to our family um, through adoption. So we adopted our 10-year-old uh, boy out of the foster care system here in Arizona. So, so I think that that is, for me, I wanted to start with that because um, that is, I think, to anyone who hears that list of children, the number, right, to some people, I have four children, so like five, I mean, five sounds exponentially <laughs> larger to me, but I think for a lot of people, you know, people say, oh my gosh, that's a lot of children, but you know, I, I don't know that it's, I don't know what the hardest part is, the number, the actual child, I mean, I think you could be challenged with just one child. Parenting on purpose. Mm-hmm. What, what is parenting on purpose and sort of like, where did that title and idea come from? Because if you've got that many children, you are parenting on purpose for sure. Yeah. Well, you better be, right? Right. Um, right. Well, I, I realized early on, uh, obviously I was very outnumbered right from the beginning, right? And I found myself through the first, I would say until they headed off to school, right? Just surviving, just reacting to whatever came my way. I mean, my only goals were to keep everyone alive and sleeping as long as possible, right? I mean, um, I had wanted to have children, but I never thought about why or what my purpose was. I just had them and then began taking care of them, right? And so um, yeah. once, once they headed off to school, I began to realize, wait a minute, like this is going fast and I'm going to launch all four of them basically at one time, you know, as fast as they came into my world, as, yes. as fast as they're going to leave. And that's next year for me. Um, so I started realizing, what is, what, what's my purpose? But I think living in our busy culture today keeps us super distracted, right? We're overwhelmed and stressed and there's so much on our plate that um, my husband and I realized the kids were going into middle school and we were not living the way we had wanted and hoped to be living. I mean, we were living for um, success, right? The kids were getting good grades. They were on these good sports teams. Right. Um, we were working hard. We had money in the bank. So we had all the stuff, um, but yet we were um, super disconnected. I mean, we were barely getting to the family dinner table or to church. or um, So what we said were our priorities, we were not living out. So we pulled out of life in 2014. Um, my husband quit his job. He was coaching with the Chicago Blackhawks um, hockey team, and he was always gone. And um, we just said, what kind of, what are we doing here? We, we, he quit his job. We pulled the kids out of, um, sixth and seventh grade and we bought an RV and traveled around the entire U S. Um, so we were gone for seven months and that's where all this began. Um, just regrouping and kind of redefining success and family and our 
legacy and how do we really want to be living? Um, and so that's where Parent on Purpose stems from, um, is our choice to um, make, I guess, a, a bold change. It's very, um, I mean, the, every, I mean the, the way you did it, the pulling out for seven months, that I think, I mean, the decision, but also the way you executed it, I think is also bold. It says a lot about who you, you are and your willingness to, to, I guess, push yourself into discovery. But what you, how you just described your circumstances, I think resonates deeply with me. I have, we have two middle schoolers, um, a fifth grader, and then a preschooler. Well, going to kindergarten in the fall and, (laughs) and Beth and Heather, who the other pickup line mamas have similar age ranges. And I think that between us and our friends, I think we are largely, or we are often involved in the conversation about our feelings of being in, in the position that you just described, the barely getting here, feeling disconnected, successful on paper, successful with criteria that I think at least for myself is similar to what you were saying. Like, I got uh, these children just sort of appeared in front of me, you know, like you're, you're, you're so like blindsided by the experience. My first three were super fast too. And then there's a six, six year gap between, between the little one, but you know, you're suddenly looking at them and it's like, well, yes, I wanted children. And, and then, and then sort of thinking, what, what are we do? What are we trying to achieve and not necessarily achieve, but, um, right. What's the how do we want our days to be? What do we want their life to be now? And, and, um, and, and where are we going? So what, from your experience, what's your advice for me? I, I, yeah, I agree. Well, that's why I wrote the book and it's a, sh- a short but sweet book. And it's kind of my framework for what, for helping parents decipher what is important, right? What are my priorities and am I living into those? And how can I do that in this crazy culture we're living in? Right. And I think yeah. we can, I mean, I don't think there's a way to balance it perfectly. Right. But there is a way to, to connect better in our families, right? Um, because what's happening is, um, and if you look all around you, people are, parents are launching their kids, right? And they've got so much guilt and regret and sadness because it went so fast, right? Oh my this, gosh, yes. This season is short. I mean, it feels super long. Like, hello, yesterday felt like forever to me. But um, the, the season of full-time parenthood is short and we've got to embrace that and we've got to make some bold changes or just, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a big RV trip. I don't even know if I recommend that, you know, right, right, right. Um, but, and at each, at the end of each chapter, I, I, um, have a section called pivot, um, pause, pivot and plan. Right. Um, and so once in a while we need to stop and pause, like how are things going in our family? Right. How, how, how are things going for our kids? How are things going for us as adults? And then we can pivot and make small changes. And, uh, and make an action plan to actually accomplish and do some of the things that we want to do. But we just can't continue to react our way through childhood or it'll be gone and we can't get this back. Beth, Heather and I have, have your book and we've passed it around <laughs> and we've all, and I think it, it resonates with each of us as far as steps that we can take. But for people who have not yet seen it and we'll tell mm-hmm. them how they can find it at the end, but... Um, what are and and every family with the caveat being every family obviously is different and the issues are different and and um i guess maybe like the the voids or the disconnects that they're feeling or the areas that they want to fix are different but what are some i don't know easy to take steps or things to think about where someone who's listening can 
listen to this podcast as the kids are getting in the car and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do that today. Right. Um, well, I always say the book is based on looking at the end, right? Parenting from the end, from that, from that launch of your 18 ish year old child. But I always say, start six years from now, like wherever you are today, look six years ahead. Um, say with your firstborn, right? Where, where does that put you? I mean, is that at, you know, eight years old or is that 16 years old? And what's going on for that parent at that age group? And then I always say, start figuring out something today to parent toward that. Um, so how do you feel about, right, cell phones if you're not at that stage yet or dating or driving or um, whatever stage is six years ahead of you? Um, start looking at that and how can you now parent toward that today? And what, um, as far as values and actions, and I say take a courageous approach because it's so easy to look at our neighbor, right, and our friends and think, well, they're doing that. That's what we should be doing, right? Maybe that's what we should be doing. And we just start following the crowd. Yes. And then we realize that, wait a minute, this is our family. Like, we can write a unique story. We can, run, I mean, live out unique scenes that maybe are different than our neighbors. Not wrong, right? Um, yes. And everyone is different. Like you said, everyone's dynamics are different. And my hope was to write the book to encourage parents to think, what do they want? Not to do what I've done or what I'm doing, mm -hmm. um, but what is it you really want out of this? What, uh, what do you want your ch children to look back on and say about your family, right? About their childhood, about um, what it was like growing up, you know, with you as a mom. Like, I want my kids to see me as an interesting woman, right? I, that's always been, I, I feel like I was an interesting woman before I had kids. So why right. would I not be now? And, um, and I think too many times we forget that motherhood, parenthood is, is just one role that we have, right? It's a super important role, but sometimes we just focus on that role and lose um, so much, you know, so many of our other important roles as a wife or as a friend, mm -hmm. um, you know, as a working, as a working person. So um, I just think, and my first chapter is all about vision, and I help people write out a parenting purpose statement. And I think that's really helpful if you can just stop and kind of write out your parenting purpose statement for today and begin to look at um, if there's a gap in between what you say you want and how you're living it out. And then you just start to make little change. Um, and when you're saying that, are you, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure there, this is a part of it, but I often find myself when I'm having moments like, where are we going? What do we want out of this? What, what do we want for them, et cetera? Um, it, it, it's sort of like, who do we want these children to be? But, but not so much that they have to be what we are shaping them to be, but like, what are the characteristics that we'll be really proud of if our children sort of take, a, take away from us or learn yeah. from us? Is that, is that like the criteria of what you're, you know, like what we want in that's, I feel like it's very, in my own head, it's broad about in six years, where do I want them? Or, I look at it, I look at it as not necessarily how I feel, but what does the world need, right? What, right. Like, look yeah. at, if you look at what's going on on college campuses, like look at what's going on with um, young adults. And I interviewed mm -hmm. a lot of college uh, professors and deans and employers asking them what they're seeing with their young adults. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of issues. And a lot of these issues come from our parenting, unfortunately, they do. Um, we have to look at what's going on, figure out how we can raise our children to be stronger, to right. be 
kinder, right? To, to be all the things um, that hopefully will sit, we can send stronger, more capable um, adults into the world. So it's not necessarily what I want, but I'm looking at what, what is there, you know, what, what does society need from this child that I'm raising um, when they go into the world? And that's kind of where I start. If you could talk to yourself going back to when we're sort of staring at these little people, I mean, so for, well, yours were triplets. For me, I had, um, three in three and a quarter years or something, you know, like one every year and like suddenly everybody's staring at you and, and you're enjoying it. But I do remember feeling like, oh my gosh, like one of you has to grow up a little bit. Like somebody has to start to, you know, and like, I don't want to say it was wishing in a way, but like old me who now has this beautiful little preschooler. So I kind of get to like redo it a little bit, which I'm sure your experience and having a 10 year old now is a little bit like, like, you know, I want to, sometimes I want to go back and like tell my old self to like put it, put your head on straight and like get your, and it's, and it's so, it's like so many things in life, right? Like, you know, that just because you've lived it already. So it's called hindsight, but what I, you know, I know like a lot of, a lot of people who could be listening to this have younger kids than we do. So what would you, what would you say to your former self to maybe feel like to not have one of the things that you talk about to not have regret? Um, well, I think it's funny because when you say talk about enjoying when they're young, I don't know that I enjoyed that too yeah, much. Yeah, no, no, me neither. I mean, it's hard <laughs> like to, if, no, you, yeah. I think we just need to get honest about that, right? Like it's hard. It's hard raising young kids. And if you have a lot of them at the same time, it, it's, it can be overwhelming. So I think to say that, I don't know, I, I enjoy that, but I have to tell you, I love this stage I'm at. And so um, I love teenagers. I was scared of that. Um, but I feel like, I put in the effort and the work um, and, and enjoyed as much of their early childhood as, as I could. Um, but it's paid off now seeing them as teenagers and their, their, my, I don't know, their relationship together, the, the sibling relationships are, they're like the best of friends and um, I have good relationship with the kids. And um, I don't, I, I just feel like if you put in um, small effort, right, just daily yeah. effort, um, doesn't mean you have to enjoy every minute. Doesn't mean you have to be perfect, because mm-hmm. um, you. Sh- Sometimes I think we want to be the best mom we can be, right? And right. it's not possible, right? Every day, and so um, I just think I don't know. You go easy on yourself. I mean, right. some days are just going to be better than others, and I just think every year for me has gotten better and better. Um, I've enjoyed it more and more because as they get more independent, as they become more of who they are it frees me up to enjoy them more and enjoy my life more. Um, and I don't know. So. No, that's a great, that's a great answer. I think that it's true being kind to yourself, or I guess, I mean, I hate to say lowering the, lowering the enjoyment factor. Cause I think that that was a little bit of it for me. Like I was like, Oh my God, I bet everybody else is really enjoying this. <laughs> Other people probably love playing Plato and totally want to read all the time. Just the other people. So yeah, going, going, going gently on yourself. Um, all right. So let me, before we wrap up, um, one post that you had recently that, um, is a topic that we've been talking about a lot is, um, the California college scandal. Um, 
what are your thoughts on that? I don't even, I don't even want to lead with a question, but like you have kids that are, as you said, you're launching. So I would think as you're about to launch them into establishments to have this out there, like what, what are your thoughts? Oh my gosh. Well, that's just the epitome of what's going on, right? With this, um, you know, this new lawnmower parenting style that we've got going on where parents are going ahead of the child and just mowing down, mowing that path down for the child. So the child just has to follow along and not even think for themselves. So when that scandal broke, that was my post. I was actually with one of my sons um, touring Vanderbilt University. And it made me stop and think like, wow, like how out of control all this is. And then I questioned myself, like, how out of control am I, right? How I've got my son here at this, this campus. And then I started thinking about it and I said, no, you know what? Um, my son asked me to be here. Like he wants right. to be here. I don't even know what's going on. I'm just following his lead. I'm just coming alongside my kids and doing my best to support them in this journey. Um, and, um, trying to let them lead the way and not put any pressure on them. Um, it's really hard. It's really hard in this culture when um, we know how to out of control the college admissions processes. But um, what does it matter? Like it, I know that I'm I'm supporting him in this, um, but I also know I've raised him and his brothers uh, and sister to be a capable, compassionate, um, caring young men, and that's what's important. So where they get admitted right. to a college is really of small importance. Right. And, and, and what have you, how have you spoken to them about this? They're obviously old enough to read and, and digest it for themselves. It's going on at, at smaller levels in their high school. They see um, right. uh, kids day. It's a big deal. Kids are getting um, diagnoses, that, mm -hmm. like fake diagnoses, so they can have longer to take SAT tests or they have, and yeah. they see this. And so they're like, this isn't fair, mom. This isn't. An, and so we talk a lot about yeah, but you know what? You are paving your way and you're going to be so proud that no one else, you know, did any, did this for you, but yourself. And, um, and so they already feel like that. I don't believe in even today, like the, these parent portals where you check all the grades and. Oh my gosh. That's uh, okay. Go ahead. Oh. Until, <laughs> I have so much to say <laughs> on that. Helping. It, this, the, these types of things are making parents, um, crazy, right? It's making us anxious. It's making the kids anxious. And, um, none of this is healthy, and then we wonder why um, they're they're right. They're launching, and parents are going getting even crazier and paying <laughs> to get their kids into college because they've I don't know. We're setting this this precedence when they're younger that um, I don't know that the, that it's this stressful, competitive thing that we've got to be involved in. And well, it's also like to me and. I as you're saying it, it's sort of like, you know, like, so, so right. The race is on and lawn mowing to get into the certain school yep. because the certain school is bringing you what, right? Is the certain school then we're racing, we get there. And then once you get there, then you're racing to get the certain job and then certain job is going to, you know, I mean, it, it just, oh, it's never ending. Then it's it brings ending. you to the parent that then is raising the child that is stressed out because the cycle just starts again. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, we just got to slow down. And that's kind of what my book is about. Like, slow down. I mean, what are we doing? Right? <laughs> what do we want? And I think we have we don't even know what we want, right? We don't even haven't even claimed a destination. And so we're scrambling and then we get desperate and um, it gets stressful. And it's not the way it's meant to be, right? It was never like this for our grandparents raising kids. 
Um, and so we just got to um, shift things <laughs> a bit and um, I don't know, and just relax and, and enjoy this precious time we have. And I just, taking my son on this college tour, I just wanted to enjoy every minute um, because I've only got one year left with him, right? And um, just and use it as a time to make memories. Right. So you've been on a, a, you've been promoting the book and on a book tour. Um, How is that going and how can people find, because now I'm guessing that everybody after this, after listening would like to get their hands on, on this book to start parenting on purpose. How can you find it and how, and, um, and how is the tour? Um, Everything is going amazing right now. And so you can just go on amycarney.com. C-A-R-N-E-Y.com. And right there on the homepage, you can click to uh, purchase the book. Obviously, um, it's on Amazon because everything is on Amazon. Um, (laughs) And then um, I'm just uh, selling a lot locally right now here in Arizona. And before we go, what's in the works for you? (laughs) Well, good, good question. I'm actually working on a product line of um, some simple keepsake and organizational um, products for families um, that should come out next year. Like what kind of things? (laughs) Um, Well, I've got some, so my line, this is the first time I've ever said, told anyone this. Uh, Well, Um, I mean, you know, if you'd rather keep it under, under wraps, you don't feel any pressure to to divulge. No, no, I, I, I like it. Um, So it's called you are loved um, because that's how my mom used to always sign letters to me. Um, and so it's just simple little keepsake albums where you can put like their school picture in each year, just to create, uh, one keepsake, um, easy. And then, uh, the line of binders will be, um, to, to keep track of certain things in our families, as far as medical records, school records, um, kind of, uh, living out your legacy, um, binder, um, all sorts of fun, organizational, easy storytelling type. Um, I can't wait to see it. Those are things that as you're listing them, I'm thinking, check, check, check. Like, yes, I need those. Yes, I need those. If you could look under my desk right now, you would understand why. Well, great. So when You Are Loved launches, we would love to have you back and talk to you again. Awesome. All right. Amy Carney, thank you so much for being with us. And we'll check in with you again sometime in the near future. Okay. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to today's Pickup Line podcast. If you like what you hear, you're going to love our daily newsletter for mom. Check us out at thepickupline.net and subscribe by texting Pickup Line, that's one word, Pickup Line, to 22828.